It's Friday night, 7 o'clock. Time for the sports phone. All right, it's Friday night. Time for the first July edition of the Sports Phone of 2021. Jerry in Oregon, Jim in the studio. Jim, happy Fourth of July weekend. It's uh, well, when you're working Fort Bragg, you can feel it coming about three days in advance. The big, I, I can't imagine there's a bigger weekend in in Fort Bragg. I don't know if you remember. I, I remember you used to go. One of your friends sprained their ankle once at the, at the 4th of July celebration in Fort Bragg. But they have, um, they claim the biggest salmon barbecue on earth. And then they have the, uh, they have the uh, fireworks every, the closest Saturday to the 4th of July um, every year. It's big in Fort Bragg. I mean, I could barely find a place to park at noon today when i went to the bank <laughs> yeah it's fun i i always remember fourth of july uh more after i graduated um than uh during my time like in high school or anything and the thing i remember about it for a long time was you know when we were in college or having just graduated from college fourth of july was always the week we knew that everyone else was going to be home more, so that was kind of the one time we knew we could come home and catch up with everybody like it seemed like that was the guaranteed weekend it was that way, everyone was going to be home i agree with you I, what i noticed and and you're talking about mendocino not fort bragg mm -hmm. the the mendocino yeah. parade yeah, which, mendocino. Is, which yeah. is world renowned um it's more of a homecoming for high school than that what homecoming. they than homecoming, which is <laughs> revolves around sports, and yeah. it, it, it's it's way bigger. And I agree with you; you can count on people coming uh, back to town, especially a few years after high school. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, hope everyone enjoys their holiday weekend. I know I have a Monday off. I'm looking forward to the extra day, so that's going to be exciting for me. Uh, welcome everybody to the sports phone. If you are new to the show, uh, very simply put, this is an open forum sports talk show. Jim and I just like to talk about sports. Uh, we're big fans. We played, we coached, we've been involved with sports our whole lives. We came up with this idea and we've been running with it for some time now. This is an open forum sports talk show. We want you, the listeners, to call in at 707-895-2448. Give us whatever opinions, topics you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. We'll you know, sit here and listen. We'll lend our opinions if you so desire, if you just want to get on and talk about something. We look forward to it. This is all uh, about you, the listeners, bringing up topics, whatever you want to talk about here on the show. So give us a call, 707-895-2448, if you do want to talk about sports. And we will get the lines open, and they are ready, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports, anything that is on your mind here on the sports phone. And what, what I like to do is, is I've decided each, after Jerry explains the show each, each week, for, for uh, each week, for new listeners, a lot of times, I, and I still, you know, we're becoming pretty popular, Jerry. I talk to, uh, you know, people that listen to it, they've listened to it for years, have never called in. Lots of people um, listen to it. And what I like to re remind people on is you can wait for us to bring up topics, but you don't have to. You, you can do mm -hmm. what, what this person right now is trying to do, call in right now and start your own topic. We're, we're open for that. Well, geez, the first caller we missed. Uh, you waited. You waited too long. Oh, come on! It rang twice. Well, <laughs> there they are again. You're on the air. First caller. 
There you go. Hey, people can weigh in. Is Terrence Crawford the best fighter pound for pound? Terrence Crawford. Tell me while Jerry's going to answer that question because he's so fast at Google. Um, tell me because I'm not. What what um, discipline is he? Is he in real box? What I call real boxing because that's all there was when I was a kid. Or is this one of those that's Ultimate true. Fighting guys? What is it? No, 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 no. Real boxer. Real boxer. Real boxer. Best best fighter pound for pound. What what weight? So so, so 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 caller. Here's where I would go with this. Um. I am not a boxing guru by any means. I, there's plenty of people out there in the world that know boxing a lot better than me. My immediate question, without knowing anything about this 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 boxer, Ter- Terrence Crawford, is the other name in my experience that comes up when you talk about best pound for pound like boxer. The name that I always hear gets thrown around is Floyd Mayweather. So I would want to know well, if you're a boxing expert, yeah, in your I mean, right, opinion, why right would he now, be better than Mayweather? May- Mayweather's, Mayweather's pretty much out of the game. I don't think Mayweather would even go in the ring with. Well, are, okay, so are you talking about of all time, or is he currently like the best pound current, for pound boxer? Current, current, current. current. Okay, current. got it, got it. Yeah. All right. Here okay. You go. Okay, so I'll take the, my answer off the air. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. I, Bye. I, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'll be totally honest with the caller. Um, I get like I said, boxing is very much off of my radar um i i've just you know looking him up now he's 33 years old looks like he's from omaha nebraska i'm trying to find his record here um i got another uh, hang on that chair he's 37 and 0 <laughs> 37 and 0 with 28 knockouts uh so i i mean wow. based on the very little i know about boxing here uh 37 and 0 with 28 knockouts i think it's pretty fair to say that he's might be the best How- boxer that's currently fighting and and what what age what weight group is he in? He is welterweight, which I believe is on the lighter end. Call back if you want to callers. I, I just missed two, and I don't think it was my fault. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. What I was trying to explain when the when when the boxer guy called up was we will bring stuff up, and I've had people so many times on the streets tell me. Ah, you really didn't know about what you were talking about, but I want and but I wanted to talk, get on the show and talk about something. Don't wait for us. Just call, bring up uh, Terrence Crawford. Anything you want to bring up? Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. There's another call. You're on the air, sports phone. Hey, uh, uh, being a coastal person, I couldn't help but hear that uh, surfing is going to be in the Olympics for the first time this year. What do you know about it? Are you are you sure it's the first time this year? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's huh. that's what I heard on the on the on the beach. And is is it is it your classic small wave, um, you know, elimination? Do you know much about it or what it's going to be? No, I'm call, I'm calling you to find uh, out. About well, that Jerry, Jerry, Jerry's going to have it now. What I'm doing right now, if if you know the sports phone, is I'm just stalling because. Uh, oh yeah, right, right, right. And Jerry's going to tell me right now, Jerry, what's going on with surfing in in, in the Olympics? Okay, so caller is right. It's the first time it's going to be in the Olympics. Um, if the and it looks like there are going to be forty competitors uh, that are going to be in the Olympics. First time in 2021, 40 competitors across 17 different countries. Wow! Um, wow, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, yeah. Um, Eighteen of them have qualified. The other twelve, or so this, so this is a little bit out of date, but. 18 of them qualified for the Olympics, and then the additional slots were based on like like qualifying in different events throughout. Um, I don't 
offhand see anything uh, about like how it's going to be scored, but based on the list it's and just kind judge. of like, it's the, the quick look at it, this this isn't like big wave surfing or anything. It's it's going to be you know small wave like skill based surfing, much like sure. a half pipe or skateboarding or something like that. Is it a machine or is it in the ocean? That's what I was going to say. What's the venue? It is going to be at oh geez. There's no uh, way there's a this is in a machine. Come on. I, yeah, well, I mean, Japan is an island, so I don't see why you couldn't have it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be at uh, Sur, uh, boy, Sur, Surigasaki Beach in Chiba, Japan. Oh yeah, been there a lot. And, any, anywhere, any, yeah, I hate to, but this is comedy here a little bit. But anywhere near no, Fukushima, totally. anywhere near Fukushima. I have no idea. I'm sorry. Um, so it looks like it was unanimously decided by the International Olympic Committee that they were going to add surfing in 2016, um, and then it's going to debut in the Olympics in 2021. I mean, I'm all for it. Uh, so 40 yeah, surfers, sure. 20 men, 20 oh, women. Me too. Um, I, I think obviously the concern with this, but I think that you have a concern with this in any surfing event, is you're somewhat reliant on conditions, right? Like I'm sure that they have picked a beach at a certain time of year that traditionally has good waves for this, but well, I guess yeah, that's like the one variable like, involved sorry, with this that you can't I, I kind of got to get going here, but no, the, um, going. The, uh, the, the surfing down at Half Moon Bay at... Uh, Mavericks. Yeah, Mavericks, right. They only um, they can... They only know like three days ahead of time, mm -hmm. so I'm wondering how that will work. I'll, I'll tell you how it works. I'm I'm involved with these things. I've been involved with surfing and windsurfing contests. And mm -hmm. what they do is there will be a a, a group. There'll be a time like same with Mavericks. They they set a month apart for it, and they right. give the serve. They see the waves coming about three days in advance, and they let them mm -hmm. know. But the, most of them are there waiting for those thirty days. And I got a feeling they're gonna. During the Olympics, sometime they're going to give a warning when the waves are good, and they're, and they're going to go do the event whenever it is. I don't think they're just going to pick a day in advance. Yeah, sure. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Ah, I love it. Thanks. Yeah, I love All it. Right. Thank yeah. you. Any, any local boys in, in that? Do you know? Of course, we. Uh, I would have to take a look. Let me. I can pull the list up again. How um, local? How local? You are you talking about? How local? Uh, you know, Northern California. Was there's a lot there's a lot of surfers in in Southern California that are on on the circuit. Uh -huh. do, do you already know who's in for 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 the USA, Jer? Uh yeah, I'm I'm working on it. Huh. I'm 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 pulling it up. Uh, I re yeah. I remember. Um, um, we spent Jerry and I spent a lot of time in Hawaii um, in the last thirty years, and um, I would talk about surfers. There and some of them, they might even been layered one day. We were in the beach. We were talking mm -hmm. surfing. They were they were they were testing windsurfing equipment, and he basically said, "I'm not that good of a of a shortboard surfer." This is Laird Hamilton talking. Laird Hamilton, yeah. And, and he and he says, "But I like to enter the tournaments because they let me in, and I get to surf by myself out there during a heat." <laughs> So, yeah. so it's, uh, so I can't I, I can't find like the specifics of where they're from. What I did find oh, though, right. um, of the forty surfers, a maximum of four were allowed uh, per country. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, so that that kind of I think is to, to kind of keep Olympics. everything spread out a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty, pretty darn cool. Yeah, there's a there's a local local guy around here in uh, in uh, well, like surf secrets in that area down, uh, you know, south of uh, you know, north of Salmon Creek and north of Jenner in that area. Right. And um, he just uh, wrote a book called uh, Legends of Desert Point, and it was about the first five guys that. They were in search of the perfect wave. This was back in 1970, 72, maybe. And um, I have to check the stuff again. But he, uh, they, they were the first ones to go to Desert Point, which is like a really, like a go-to surf spot now in, in Indonesia. So that was, and, and his book is just being published right now as, a, as we speak. So. Oh, thanks for that call. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how many times can they have on any Sunday when when a bunch of guys are going around surfing for good waves? I mean, that's that's been documented a lot of times. I hope there's a, a twist to this that makes it really interesting. Yeah, no, I, I I'm excited for it. I, I mean, I don't know if I'll watch it, but but I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, the countries are actually pretty. I'm not going to say like obvious, but it's like yeah, expected. Yeah. Uh, Argentina. Uh, New Zealand, Portugal, Brazil, Brazil, USA, Japan. I mean, they're all coastal countries, right? Like, I think that's kind of by default. You're not going to get anything in the middle of a of a continent, I think, competing in this type of event. You know, um, you know yeah, now everything that, seems to be coastal. Now that someone else, you know, brought it up, um, I, I've always made my statement is the Olympics were going down 10 years ago. I think you, was, you were really young. You said, this is boring. I think we were watching... Like lap swimming or or yeah. rowing, we were seeing rowing on flat water, and then we'd switch over to the X Games, and they were doing like double flips on snowmobiles. Yeah. <laughs> and you said, "How can anyone watch people rowing on flat water when these guys are doing double flips?" And since then, our prediction sort of came true. Isn't there skateboarding now? They're surfing. Yeah, they've started to add those types of events into the Olympics. Um, you know, skate skateboarding, snowboarding. Surfing is now in. I think it's good. I think it's a good progression to, to get these these newer types of events in. It gets a new audience in. Um, yeah, I didn't know this though. I, I uh, props to the caller for bringing it up. I actually did not know that they were adding surfing to the Olympics. When, but, we, were, uh, when we were in college, when we were in college. Olymp Winter Olympics would come on while we were in school, and everyone would be excited about watching the Olympics. And you know, swimming would be on. And it's like, you know, swimming is a great sport, but. You watch it. I mean, you watch the the uh, five hundred free. I mean, it's it, and we treated it like horse racing. We would pick mm -hmm. a lane and we'd all throw money in a pot, and we we bet on our swimmer, and it, it got really exciting. Yeah. I've heard that there may be a track and field professional. They may make track and field a betting sport where it's like horse racing. You go there. Well, I, I mean, to, like, <laughs> legally make it a betting sport. I'm sure there's Legal. plenty of people out there betting. <laughs> Hello, so. caller. You're on the air. Caller, are you there? Line three, you there? Hello, caller. You're on the air. Um, yeah, Jerry, I, I, I don't know. I, I missed a couple there, and...
right. Well, give us a call back. 707-895-2448. We'll get you on the air here on the sports phone. Uh, talking about some of the stuff coming into the Olympics. Had someone call about boxing. Whatever you want to talk about, give us a call. 707-895-2448. As long as it is in the world of sports, Jim and I want to talk about it. So give us a call here on the sports phone about a hello. quarter of the way through. Hello, about hello. 45 minutes to go. You're on the sports phone. Sport, yeah, I want to know, uh, Jerry, how was the heat in Oregon? <laughs> and, and were they just doing the track and field uh uh, qualification for the Olympics in in Portland is that right? Oh no, it was it was in that was at the, the that was in Eugene, I think. Oh what? Oh okay. But yeah, you- yeah. So if, if I if I knew if I imagine, um, I, I I think Jim is right because that is where Nike is headquartered. Um, or like that's oh, where Nike okay, has a okay, big campus. Okay. Cause, yeah, because Phil Knight has put a lot of money into the facilities at University of Oregon, so I believe they run that stuff down in Eugene. Because um, I heard, I, I heard that a bunch of athletes were succumbing to the heat. I, I don't know how far is Eugene from Portland. Was it sort of the same? It's heat a, dome it was the same, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So so Eugene's about three hours south of Portland, um, but it's also more inland. So I could absolutely see that it was it was warm there. Um, I mean, it was out here, like in where I live, which is like which is Southwest Portland. It was I think on Monday it got up to be about 115, 112, somewhere in there, and it was kind of like Saturday, Sunday, Monday was the worst of it. So if it was hot here, I imagine it was it was warm down in Eugene. Um, so I, I didn't hear any about anything, but it doesn't surprise me at all that that there were heat issues down there. Um, it wouldn't have surprised me. At all. All right. Good call. Thanks. Hey, yeah. um, I do have a track and field announcement, and, and I'm, uh, I I don't have the first name, Jer, and I should have this because one of the track coaches I work with at the Mendocino Coast Clinics, he was actually a guest. He was a Remember we had the uh, pole vaulting coach on as a guest? Yeah. And they have a guy in Fort Bragg now that won the states the fastest in one of the his, his last name's Gordon. If anyone knows, I would love to give a, a shout out to, to this young youngster. And I think I'll do the research and get him on next week. If you can see Jerry, he just won all of maybe the the nationals in in uh, in one of the hurdling events. Last name Gordon. Oh, um, cool. Very cool. So um, th- that was very exciting for Fort Payne. Did the fastest time ever in that sport in the in that in that one? Um, he broke all of. Remember the the hurdler in Fort Bragg when you were a kid named Cunha? Yep. Well, he yep. just he he shattered all Cunha's records and, and he's cool. he's going. Cool. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, where were we? Uh, I mean, wherever you want to go, we're, we're talking about all sorts of stuff here. Uh, or you can give us a call, 707-895-2448, if you've got anything you want to bring up on the sports phone, 707-895-2448. Uh, I mean, uh, we've kind of... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we're, we're already kind of 20 minutes in here, so I don't know how much time we want to use backtracking. <laughs> we're already kind of skirting around the Olympics, Uh and I know we've got some stuff Olympic related that we wanted to talk about. Do you want to just get I, into that? I can come back. I, I feel sad we didn't get to this day or, or last week or any of that stuff. Well, like I said, if we if last week doesn't happen in the first ten minutes of the show or so, I don't care what happened last yeah. last week on the show at that point because there's already stuff that's happened this week on the show. I, I agree. If we need to go backtrack, we will. But let's jump right into 
that story. You, yeah. You, you, you're way better at introducing these stories. Give it a quick one. As I said when I was researching this myself today, we can go a lot of different directions on this one. So you started out. Right. Okay, American Sprinter. Uh, I, I'm going to hope it's pronounced as it's spelled. Shikari Richardson. Uh, she received a one-month suspension uh, for testing positive for marijuana, uh, and that is going to uh, disqualify her from the U.S. Olympic trials and thusly from competing the Olympics uh, in uh, what next month or later this month in Tokyo. I don't remember the exact start date. Uh, she had established herself as a gold medal, possible gold medal contender, uh, winning the 100 meters. She ran a 10.86, which apparently is very fast. I don't know, like, relative speeds and like comparisons in the hundred meters. So if they say if if what I'm reading says ten eight six is gold medal contention, I absolutely believe it. Um she has since come out and apologized. She also admitted it. Uh like she's not contesting uh the, her use of marijuana. She said that she used it as a coping mechanism uh, after she found out her biological mother had died. Um so a lot of, as Jim said, there's a lot of different ways we can go with this. Uh, the only other thing I would mention before I kind of let Jim in here, uh, a petition was started that currently has, if I refresh the page, 171,522 signatures, uh, which has been a petition written for the United States Anti-Doping Agency, the International Olympic Committee, and the World Anti-Doping Agency, which are all Olympics-related events. Um, there's been 171,000 signatures uh, basically saying, let her run in the Olympics. Uh, Jim, what do you want to talk about? Uh, the failed drug test, marijuana rules, the petition, her apology, wherever you want to go with this. Jim? Carl, are you on the air? Oh, yeah, I am. Well, you're on. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. getting him jerry can you hear vince not well no. no vince get to some better service let me move on here we can we're only getting every other word hello call you're on the air hey it's uh patty your medical um expert Bill, <laughs> patty, <you>. hello <laughs> that's good 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 to hear from all you right, all right here's what i'm gonna do jim patty weed and sports <laughs> go <laughs> Oh, good. Perfect. I, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I, as I told Jim, um, very fittingly, I'm in Humboldt this weekend. Nice. <laughs> so, um, I can't like listen and like while I'm calling in, so I don't know what you said already, but, um, so yeah, I, I did a little digging on this issue cause I also found it really interesting. So, um, here's what I got. So per WADA's website. So again, the world anti-doping agency. Hello. Can you hear me? You're there. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Perfect. Yep. Um, are you, guys, are you guys hearing me okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, so per WADA, marijuana is classified as a substance of abuse, not a performance-enhancing substance. Just, oh, it's, right. there's It's on the 
category. It's like in the same like sentence as MDMA and um, other things. So, and so their justification is that it's uh, quote unquote frequently abused in society outside of the context of sports. So that's how that's what that's how that category is is defined. So. Um, so then I had seen in a couple different places that um, there was a 2018 study that was done about um, marijuana and athletic performance. Um, and so I, I dug that up. It's in the Clinical, of, uh, the clinical Journal of Sports Medicine. Um, and so first of all, like all things having to do with marijuana, like we find this often, you know, if we're studying the effects of marijuana in pregnancy, for example, it's not been well studied, um, largely due to its illegality. Um, and then the other thing is uh, that we encounter nowadays is just difficulty with standardization um, just mm. because there's there's you know weed from one person is different from weed from another person so it's mm. there's so that makes studying it really challenging but anyways um, and so they so there's there's not much research there but what they did see in the review that they did um, so first of all does it perfu- um, improve performance um, the answer was no based on the evidence that we have mm. it actually reduced physical work capacity, which I thought I was really it. interesting. Physical um, work so, capacity. Physical, Physical work. work capacity. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and so they said that the, uh, quote unquote, the dangers uh, uh, far outweigh the benefits. Um, in terms of potential benefits, they did find as, you know, things that we already, you know, make, that we already kind of know about marijuana. So it works well as an anxiolytic, so it helps with anxiety, um, reduces pain. Um, so, so that's, I mean, that's kind of like the, the gist of that study. However, the plot thickens because the co-author <laughs> on that 2018 study is none other than Dr. Alan Vernick, who is the medical director of WADA. Oh, um, so he was part of the study that showed that there was no change in athletic performance, um, and and yet this person is still being banned. So I just wanted to give credit for that like last little bit of information. To There's a really great um, article on Slate today by Dan Coyce, who, uh, who pointed that, that relationship out between the study and, and the athletic director, uh, medical director of WADA. Jerry, do you have something for Patty? If not, I've got a loaded question. Uh, I don't have a question for, for Patty, no. I, I think that, I mean, I, I have different perspectives on this. I, I My my opinion on this is this is just another example of the Olympics, similar to the joke we made earlier in the show, Jim, how like, the Olympics was behind where like it didn't have skateboarding and all those types of events. Uh, I think this is just the Olympics being behind the rest of the where the world is going with sports like where the sporting world is going with marijuana. I think it's just the Olympics being behind again. I can go into that in a little bit more detail uh, later. But, yeah, if you've got a loaded question, by all means, well, I think fire away. I, I know, Patty, you must have at something when you're doing rounds or whatever you do to get your license, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, been in psychiatric. I mean, you had to do something, right? So, yeah. So what about this? Like, I, this is nine now this is 1972 to 76 I'm in college uh, um, playing playing serious basketball there were players that never did not play these these are streetball players some of them played on our team most of them were streetball players that played pickup with us but they were as good as a lot of the players on our team don't take me wrong here they always 
played high on marijuana. I, they, they told me that. And, and they, they, they always, they got together before they played wherever they were on the streets and they smoked. They knew they played better. You think that's, is there some validity or, 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 or studies that, that can show that if someone's used to doing something mentally, they will play better? So if someone gets high yeah, all the time when they play and, and they think they're playing better, would they play better from a psychological yeah, standpoint? Yeah, no, that's really interesting. And that was brought up a little bit in the study. I didn't, I didn't uh, read into that paragraph too, too deeply. But there was something that was mentioned about, like, the player's belief or, like, people, the study participants' belief that, that they were, that they would perform better. Um, but I, so I think that really gets into this idea of placebo effect, which I, I know that, you know, we're... Many of us are trained, even in the medical field, to just completely dismiss placebo effect. But it's real. I mean, the power of belief is is definitely a very real thing. But then, I mean, you know, if, if so, if we gave somebody a placebo and told them, like, oh, this is going to help you play better, um, and it's like, you know, a sugar pill, like, should that be illegal, too? You know, I mean, I think... Oh, so, they, yeah, I don't know that. I don't know, like, does that, like, does the perception of an edge, like, should that be, like, you know, I mean, think about when, you know, huh. players wear, like, their lucky socks or their lucky shorts. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like a similar, I feel like it's a similar idea. Like, are we going to ban that, too? Well, yes, but I think it's also important to keep in mind, and Jim, I know you're talking about it in the, in the range of, like, they were playing while smoking or playing while high. I, I don't think there's any athletes that, that would go out. And, and I think if I remember the study that I found a while ago, like 25% of athletes across major sports in some way have admitted to using marijuana. Mm -hmm. I don't think any of them are using it to play better, right? They're all using it mm -hmm. for anxiety, pain relief, to sleep better, those types sleep. of things. None mm -hmm. of them are playing yeah. high, right? I, I, I don't think. And so I, I think there's a distinction to be made here between like, she is not getting banned for running high she's getting banned for using marijuana to cope with a an incident right and those are two different two different things they're, they're two different conversations um but the, the funny thing I, I wanted to bring up i have a couple stats because i love a good stat um 82 percent of the nba the nfl the the nba the nfl the nhl and major league baseball uh play in cities where marijuana is either recreationally or medically legal I just thought that was an interesting wow. stat um, to compare to like this Olympic committee, the Olympic committees that have these rules that, in my opinion, are a little bit archaic. Um, and then when you look across major sports, and this this goes back to what I was talking about, where I think that you're the, the Olympics are behind in this in terms of just like trying to get caught up with where the trends are going with cannabis. Um, so in Major League Baseball. Uh, uh, Major League Baseball has removed marijuana from its list of banned substances. Uh, wow. However, players cannot show up to games high, cannot practice high, and they cannot take sponsorships from cannabis or the marijuana industry, but is not on a list of banned substances. Um, Jim, if you have another call, go ahead and take it, and then I can get to the other sports on this Patty, list can you in hold terms for of like a how they handle it. Sure, yeah. Call, you're on the air. I would like to address the guys that you played with that were high all the time. I, and, and, go ahead. <laughs> and the fact the fact is that these, I mean, I'm guessing that these guys were pretty good at playing ball, and they were pretty chronic uses, users of marijuana. So let's say they're 25 or 20 years old. In the last five years, 
they've been playing ball stoned all the time. They are better on pot than they are not. Would would you say the <laughs> that same is, same that is how they play? Same question they for are musicians now than then. they were. Same, same question for musicians, then. I know you're a professional musician. Um, is that the same situation of musicians thinking they can play better, Burton? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I can't say for sure, and I am not one to encourage people to get involved with uh, especially heavy, hard drugs or anything. But, like, um, my record collection would be sorely lacking if it weren't for the junkies. <laughs> Thanks. Let me <laughs> and 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 like people talk about Charlie Parker and how he was a full time musician and how he was a junkie and he was also a family man. At times he was with his family and he and he was being a good dad supposedly. And I'll tell you what, being a really good musician is a full time job. And being a junkie is probably more than a full time job. Mm-hmm. And, and being a good basketball player is a full time job too. And this guy and this guy was such an amazing musician. You know, and he died. His body was all used up, and he died. You know, of of oldness, <laughs> of old age, of just weakness of the body and stuff. Because you know, we didn't have medicine now, then like we do now. And he was poor anyway, so he wouldn't have gotten it. But anyway, um, Burton, his body was all used up. The doctor that saw him die thought he was thirty years older than he was in his mid thirties. Thanks, Burton. I'm going to move on. Okay. Great, that's a great okay, perspective. Bye. Chair, how are you? Um, I just wanted to. I just want to go to um, add more, a little bit more uh, detail to something that Jerry just said. So, in this uh, 2018 study, they referenced a, another study that was a survey of athletes um, on their marijuana use, and so self-reported cannabis use among NCAA athletes. So, this is a different, slightly Ooh, different subset. Love it. Was predominantly for social or recreational purposes. So, 61 percent right. for so yeah. Only 0.6% stated that the use of cannabis was primarily for performance-enhancing purposes. Right, and, and, and that's that's why I wanted to make that, I think it was important to make that clear, because, Jim, as much as your question was interesting, it doesn't have much to do with this situation that has come up. Well, right, because I don't think the debate around marijuana use in sports is about sports. Is about it as a performance-enhancing drug, and, and it's, it's about it's about the the it's about the reputation it has as a controlled substance. That's Those are, and they're, they're two different substance. things. It's not even a controlled substance. It's been an illegal substance. Or sure, an illegal substance. Right. Sorry, that might be the wrong word there. But but as much as like you ask, there's that question, right? Sure, there's people that probably play basketball high. That is a separate conversation okay. from this athlete getting banned for the use of it because she's not ever going to say she was using it to run faster. What's Okay, Patty, you're still on. Till we get another call, stay on here for a second. What's your opinion? You have a lot of uh, medical opinions. Should she be banned because she broke a rule? And Jerry, I want your opinion too. Yes or no? Well, yes. I mean, I think to just to also kind of like slightly um, add to what something that Jerry said earlier. So this isn't just, just to be really clear. This isn't the Olympics. This is WADA. Like these are WADA's rules, and and that's what we that that that's like the recurring theme here is like you know on these different kind of doping issues that have come up over the last couple of weeks. Um, and it's just kind of really putting into question, I mean, the the high level of specificity um, of these, or, or sorry, high level of precision that these tests now have 
Um, I, I saw it in some article, like how much um, THC they can detect. It's like something like 150 like millimoles or something like some really really tiny amount. So so trying to determine like what should the like lower threshold be? Like should we be detecting it at like one millimole or whatever? So I think that's one thing. Just to correct, it's not the Olympics. It's WADA. Um, and the other thing is, I think that yeah, I mean, I I think if I if she's showing up like you know altered and um like high and stumbling over herself i mean obviously she wouldn't have won but um but yeah i i I, so i guess like short like to give you my short answer finally um no i don't think that she should be banned like i think that this especially when this has become she's not it doesn't appear that she's abusing it jerry that's so that's 100 opposite of your answer so let's hear you i i real quick i i hate to call out the medical expert here but to (laughs) But I want to. I, I think it's important to make one distinct, not distinction, but one clarification. Uh, WADA was founded by the International Olympic Committee. And, 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 and if and if you look at what their mission statement is, it's to lead a collaborative worldwide movement for doping-free sport. So I don't think we can separate these two entities, right? The International Olympic Committee and the World Doping Agency, because they're they're very much tied to each other. Um, yeah, that's fair. That's a fair thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like again, like I'm not saying that it's it's I'm, I like it's one or the other, but to to say that it's WADA, it's not the Olympics. I would say it's they're one and the same thing at some level. Seven oh seven. That's fair. That's fair. Seven oh seven eight We're talking about. Um, Marijuana use, actually, in, in, in sports. We started by talking about this this uh, runner that just got banned. Patty, I'm, it's two to one now. Um, I'd love to hear another well, do call. I get to, do break. I get to defend myself, or do I just get to say yes? Oh, I, I thought you'd... Well, my defense... I don't, think, I, th- I don't think you let him give his answer. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was <laughs> yeah. your answer. Go ahead. So, so your question, Jim, was, and, and as Jim said, though, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. If you don't want to talk about marijuana and the Olympics... Don't have to talk about it. Give us a call if you want to talk about anything. 707-895-2448. So your question, Jim, was should she be banned or should she be suspended? Uh, My answer is yes. And the reason my answer is yes is she broke a rule, right? Um, We had a caller on, I can't remember, a couple weeks ago maybe, who just basically said, like, the rules are the rules and you have to follow them. If the rules are bad, change them. And so that's my answer here, right? Like, if, if this is a I, this is a bad rule, I think it's an outdated rule. I think it needs to be changed. But until it's changed, she broke it. She should be suspended. She even like it is acknowledging that, right? Like she apologized. She's acknowledged what she's done. That doesn't make it a good rule. But if your question was should she be suspended, the answer is yes, she should be because she broke a rule. That, that's I, all I was. And my say. answer, Patty Jerry is. Like father, like son. I couldn't have said it. I know. I actually, I could not have said it as well. <laughs> but, but I have the basic same answer. We, you can't make these rules up as you go along. You just can't. And and I, I at least that's the way I think. That's the way I coached. I had my rules, um, and uh, a lot of 16, 15, 16, and seventeen year olds had to follow them and they weren't used to following them and it really threw a lot of people off most of them as 25 year olds have come back and thanked me for it but i would have thrown the kid off the team patty for um admitting that they got high when the rule was you couldn't get high so it didn't get high though (laughs) i mean yeah i i hear what you're saying i think that 
I think, though, that um, they are they have been making the rules up as they go along. I mean, I think the argument that, like, there's rationality, like, that, oh, I mean, these rules are, are very fluid, you know? And I think especially when it comes to... Um, like something like the Olympics where the stakes are so high. I think when we get into these uh, these more controversial areas where we're not looking at something that is performance enhancing, um, you know, because I, 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 cause I think the thing that's going to be killer about this is that they're going to change the rule, like let's say they change the rule like next year. <laughs> and like, <laughs> right, and right, she just, yeah. if she just would have, like, or not next year, but, you know, for the next Olympics, and if she just would have smoked, like waited till the next Olympics, she, like nobody would have cared. And I think that that's, to me, just as like as as a as a physician, and just seeing especially all of the stigma that is associated with with lots of different substances, um, and especially a substance that is now legal in many places, and I just I that I think that you know that just that that rubs me the wrong way. I, I see the point of of having rules, but I also feel like you know having just being so rigid. I, I don't know like who that helps in the end. Yeah, sure, that's fair. All right. Absolutely. Going to move on. Thanks, Patty. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports, anything on your mind going on in the world of sports. 707-895-2448. And we've got another call. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. You're on. Sports phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's... We have things with certain substances. It's all subjective, right? You get most Major League Baseball players a dose of LSD and put them out in the field, and they'd water aimlessly and probably talk to bugs in the outfield. But (laughs) Doc Ellis pitched a no-hitter. You know, look at Pete Rose with alcohol. Most lot of ball players, you drank that much while you were out there on the field. You couldn't do what you wanted, but look at Pete Rose. So it's kind of... Um, I think it's a question of whether it's psychoactive, psychotropic, or whether it's an actual, like, CBD. CBD could probably help long-distance runners. Might actually help long-distance runners run longer. Uh, Being a distance runner myself, uh, sometimes you take a couple of puffs, it opens up your cilias and gets you to where you're breathing a little deeper. So it's all a subjective thing. That's that's kind of my opinion on it. But what I was really calling for is I, it's been a few weeks since I've tuned in, so I don't know. I was walking down in downtown Ukiah, and I see at the old billiard hall that they're going to be doing axe throwing. Axe throwing? Axe throwing, yes. It was, I saw this liquor. Uh, this gets better. I saw an application for liquor sales at the old billiard hall, you know, in downtown Ukiah. And I was like, oh, it's interesting. I wonder who's going to be taking over the billiard hall. And I realized it's, they're going to be doing axe throwing, I guess, with selling alcohol. Right? So, Cool Street. So is- Can you imagine the insurance on that one? I've actually done this, caller. I've actually what? gone axe throwing. Well, I, I, you know, I hate to say it. I figured you, you probably could could fill me in on that. But I just, I'm like, okay, alcohol, axe throwing. Uh, this county is not well known for patience, uh, self discipline, <laughs> common sense, common courtesy. You know, imagine the bar fights in this one. Yeah. So, um, so the way it works, uh, you where know, I went. big big glass windows in the front. <laughs> I just. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was like, really, guys? Tell me something, Jerry, about axe throwing. Yeah, so, yeah. so the way it works where, where I went, um, and I, I can't you know speak for if it's going to be Tame and Ukiah, um, it was two very separate things where, like, you would axe throw and then go have food or, like, have a drink, right? You couldn't do it the opposite direction. Um, <laughs> now, now well, that, like I said, minute, that's... I gotta, okay, wait a minute here. This is like this COVID mask thing. So you're going to have to do a sobriety test before you get an axe? I, I, we didn't have to do a sobriety test. It was just basically you you couldn't you couldn't throw an axe after drinking. You would do it beforehand. Like you would go in, you'd throw an axe. You'd, and they, we, we did it for a work party one time, and so it was. We went in, yeah. did the axe throwing, and then we went to the to the bar and like we had food and we drank. I I can't speak for how every place does it. That's just how this yeah. location had their format. So right. this, this and, and and the next the, the next the the next uh, bumper car um, event next door to that is is what was that called, Jerry? Whirly Ball, the one where yes. you you drank and rode bumper cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, that, that that I can kind of understand because I mean there aren't really too many sharp objects and right, and, right. and et cetera involved with bumper cars necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like wow. I say. I just see this as, hmm. Okay, let's. We might as well just start putting uh, indoor shooting galleries and and bars with shots. The same thing. Let me. Let's see you what know. we got here. Let me anyway, I yeah. I was just. It was just something I thought was pretty interesting that they're doing it indoors and they're selling. They're going to have alcohol with it. That's like wow. The insurance companies must be going nuts on that one. Huh. Great. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yep. I got a text here, Jer. Axe throwing has become very popular. It's everywhere mm -hmm. now. It's the new bowling. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's it, it's funny, but it's true. Like axe throwing is, I don't know when it took off, but it's, I mean, it's fun. You know, you have an axe, you chuck it at a target, and so this is this it. is this is it's like darts. Yeah, sure, darts. I think I think archery is probably a little closer of a comparison. But it's, um, it's still accuracy. It, it's still, yeah, it's an accuracy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. That was from our uh, serious medical consultant. Says it's very popular. It's the new bowling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's fair. Again, like you say, except the one difference being uh, the place I did it, you couldn't drink and throw at the same time like you can with bowling. Yeah, but that's jeez. That might have just been that one location though. Seven oh seven. Eight nine five two four four eight. There's someone that's called a couple times. Give us another another chance. There's what what are this? Twelve minutes left here. Yeah. I never. Uh... <laughs> My this day in sports. I have to get it out. All right. Um, before I move on here, 1906. The Yankees won their first. They they win by forfeit. Now, hmm. I I thought. Winning by forfeit in sports were for places like Leggett, California, when you could, when you only had three players on any given night and you had to forfeit. I've never heard of a pro team having to forfeit because they didn't have enough players. Hello, Carl. You're on the air. Wow. Can you guys hear me? I hear you better now. Oh, my goodness gracious. I apologize for that earlier. Um, missed most of the... Uh Last half of the show, I know you guys started talking about the uh, the, uh, the track runner. Um, where did that get taken? Was that the, pretty much the main topic, or where are we at here? 
we're talking about axe throwing right now, but Jerry, do you want to summarize this up for Vince or move on? I mean, I guess the, the summary being that the conversation kind of was was twofold. One, it was, should she be banned in the first place? Like, should she be have been suspended? And then the other thing I think that came up was the distinction between uh, marijuana being used as a performance enhancement drug versus it being used outside of participation by athletes exactly. for pain relief, anxiety, those types of things. Those, I think, were kind of the two big things we were talking about. And gotcha. well, that, that's yeah, that's pretty boring. Kind of what Jim asked about earlier when we touched. On that. I think uh, uh, an athlete running the hundred meter dash is choking bong hits before the race <laughs> to to enhance that uh, you know takeoff. We've lost you, Vince. That time he completely dropped out. Uh, Vince, if you can get a better better reception, that one we we lost the whole like 15 seconds. Jerry, you still there? Yeah, I'm still good. All right, so um, there's a call. Let's try this one again. You're on the air. I'm not going to move an inch. Okay, I'm good. Still, <laughs> and I'm going to see if this works. That's because you live... That's because you've moved out of the city, Vince. You, you, you're you way out in the woods now, and this is... this is a, this, yep. Welcome to my life. Yeah, well, I'm in, I'm in Casper. Uh, I'm actually uh. going to see live music for the first time in a couple of years, and... Wow. Uh, I thought I would have enough service here, but I've had to, like, move multiple times to try to get a hold of you guys. But anyways, I think you heard me say the joke about, like, she's not token bong hits before right, the hard yard. Right. right. But I also agree with you, Jim, that I knew guys that would be, you know, smoking cannabis before basketball on pickup games and played phenomenal. Um, because basketball is better played when you're relaxed. And I know it's still a fast-twitch sport. You've got to be able to switch directions and stuff. But in a pickup game, you know, it's nice to be a little bit relaxed. I didn't mind a little bit of a, a, a smoke here and there before a game, but never never consistently. It was more afterwards that that would be coming in. And, again, more for pain relief and, and relaxation. Um, so I, I don't think it's a performance enhancer. I do feel like this young lady is absolutely... It's a, it's a bummer that she's being put in this position. Um, but I do think, Jerry, that she will actually be eligible for the relay events that she competes in because it's only a one-month suspension. Right. So she will still be able to compete in the Olympics, just not in her signature event. Oh, interesting. Okay, and that just is purely based on when the relay is versus when the 100-meter dash is? Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so that's a little silly, then. Like, what? Six, six weeks, I think, something like that. Oh, so that's a uh, that's a little ridiculous. If they're going to let her one, run in one event, let her run in both. That's that's a little that, absurd. That, that 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 to me is exactly another another aspect of this where it's like, wow, really? Like, I, I <laughs> so some someone eats a burrito and gets banned for the next four years, and this woman is basically kind of well, I guess not the same thing. It's not under performance enhancing; it's just under illegal drugs. So I guess right. I could see where maybe the the, the, pun, the penalty would be different. That was probably a bad comparison. But uh, uh. all right, well, here's a here's a question for both of you, uh, or just Jim. However, we want to do this. Uh, there, that that petition is now up to 176,199 signatures, so uh, they, up from about 171,000 at the start of the show. Uh, does it matter? 
Will, will this petition mean anything, and will she be able to run in the 100-meter dash? So now this is 176,000 people agreeing with Patty, and, 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 and it's just you and I that says she shouldn't be able to run? That, yeah, I, well, I mean, I'm sure it's not just us two, but that's my question. Do, do, will these 176,000 signatures on this petition wait, matter? Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. So neither one of you thinks she should be allowed to run? No, he has oh, I think rules. No, no, no. I think she should be allowed to run. Um, gotcha. But I, I, I okay, never, sorry. No, let me that's say that again. not true. No, no, hold on. Yeah, I didn't say that right. I would like her to be allowed to run, but I don't think she should because she broke a rule. Again, I, I think it goes back to, I, oh, and I guess, Vince, you may have missed this. As bad as the rule is, it's still a rule. You got to change the rule. You can't, you can't give someone an exception. Change the rule and then, and then, then let her run. So, but Vince, so, basically, so basically, we want her to be the catalyst. To yes. open the eyes of the committee to allow athletes to participate in cannabis. I'm calling you out here, Vince. You, st you still there, Vince? Yeah. You missed this part, but I'm calling you out on it. We had our rules when we coached, and yep. they knew the rules. They broke the rules. They had to follow the rules. That That's why I agree with, with Jerry on this. Um I was flexible enough to change my rules sometimes, but if they broke a rule, they have to follow those rules. It couldn't be arbitrary. So, so you just said it, though, Jim. You were, at times, and I, rem I recall one time when Leiden Call got a technical in the Fort Bragg tournament, and then Leo Kalina got injured, and we didn't have anybody else on the bench, and we had to put Ryden back in. So. <laughs> Did in I put way, him back in? You, yeah, oh yeah. You were flexible, but you almost had no choice because you would have had to... No, I, I would change rules from... But I, I don't remember. Boy, that makes me, me feel bad. I guess I didn't... I guess the option was to have enough players. I'm I'm taking another call. You're fading, Vince, and, and now right. I'm embarrassed. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so you're <laughs> not fading. You're, you're dodging the question here <laughs> by taking another call. You're on the air. <laughs> you saved me. Yeah. Since I got referenced uh, as the guy who called in last week, I, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, talking about rules. Yes. Rules yes. The functional play of the game. Right. Constants versus variables. However, right. in this, this is outside the game. This is a morality play based on whether you let white people play only, whether you let black people play, whether Jesse Owens gets his medals taken away because he paid some semi pro baseball. It's a whole different category because it's not in the performance-enhancing side. Therefore, it's a morality play. I personally have never drank alcohol in my life and hate the fact that alcohol is out there. However, I don't tell you you can't play because you've used some alcohol. Some rules are just wrong. It was wrong when black people couldn't play professional sports. So some of these things, we just have to stand up and say, this is ridiculous. This rule has nothing to do with the actual structure of the game. Therefore, this needs to be changed, and she shouldn't be banned. So, right, so change the rule. That but you have to change the rule. But you, you, can't but just... you still have to change the rule. That, that's my point. It's like, yeah, I agree with everything you said, but my answer to it is change the rule. Don't just give her an exception okay. and but, let her run. The change rule, the rule. But if it's a rule that is not functional to the game, it's a peripheral thing, then a lot of rules are not changed. They just stop being enforced. That is, 
that is one of the ways we change rules in our society is by not enforcing them. I don't know if you're familiar with blue laws, all these different laws that talk about sexually what you can do in your bedroom, all these things. Many of these laws are still on the book, but we do not enforce them. And if anybody tried to enforce them, there would be people standing up and filing petitions telling them not to do it. And we, we have, if you went around this country and looked at all the little rules that are everywhere, you wouldn't be able to get out of bed in the morning without breaking a rule. So, sure. so the reality is, we have, when I was in graduate school, we had to do analysis of justification for things being illegal. And one of the things we studied was cannabis. We came up with the conclusion, based on harm to society, that it was ridiculous. So, so because I got quoted as the stickler on not rule-breaking, I had to clarify <laughs> that it's That's rules fair. that are functional to the game, not sure. rules that some blue law that somebody comes up and says, oh, you broke this rule by wearing your lucky socks, therefore you're banned. <laughs> Sure. That's all yours, Jer. I I just, again, go back to, like, if you're not going to enforce the rule, then, then, okay, then don't enforce it. But to to say she broke a rule and should not be punished, I think, is is a little ridiculous, right? If, If this is a bad rule, either don't enforce it or get rid of it. But if it is written in the International Olympic Committee and by by extension, WADA, that this is against the rules then she broke the rules, and they have every right to enforce it if they want to. But, but that's ago, different that than it being a bad... That, that's, that, it can still be a bad rule. I, I guess, like, she even admitted, I broke the rules, I accept this, this suspension. That's true. That's fine, but it's a bad How many rule. Change the drink? rule. How many underpaid people drink and then do sports and should be banned because they drank alcohol before they were 21? But that doesn't. But that doesn't mean that, that. It just means they're not enforcing it. Or, I, I. I don't. I don't agree. Caller, I. We, I, we, we have the go. right to disagree on this, right? I just don't agree with the, the, the necessarily with the the foundation of where you're coming from with this. We've got to. Uh, we've got to. We've got to. We've got to cut you off. Um, yeah, I caller, think it's a please call back. Point. I want to pick. I, just don't I want to pick this agree up. With it. Let's pick it up next week. Yeah, Jer, yeah, summar- summarize something for me, Jer. Yep, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we'll be back next week, July 9th. Again, caller, I really love that point. I just don't agree with it, but I'd love to keep talking about it. Um, but we'll be back next week. It'll be Friday, July 9th here on the Sports Phone. Jim, let's wrap it up in the last 20 seconds here. I'll set it, send it back to you, and uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. This has been a production of KZYX, Philo, 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah, 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening.